זה השם של שישי פרשס בהלויסכו, חוץ לארץ, we're starting, פרשס בהלויסכו, very intense פרשה, a lot of back and forths, so Moshe Rabbeinu sort of throws the keys to the Rebbein Shalolam, telling him, I'm sorry, I can't uh, carry this alone, it's way too big on me, and the Rebbein Shalom says, no problem, take Shivim Skenim, and uh, he's, uh, there's a problem, because there are 12 Shvatim, and 6 from each would be 72, so the Rebbein Shalom says, make uh, 72 uh, like uh, raffles, and uh, and uh, on on 70 right Zokain, and on 2 right empty, and whoever gets the two empty, don't come out. Elder Dumedot stayed in the Machane, though they had the one that said on it Zokain. But uh, they felt that uh, this is uh, way too much of a, of, a, of a kibud for them. And as they were uh, humble, they decided that... Uh, you know, they're, they're staying in the Machane. So, So, the question is, that, uh, how do they stay there? Yeah? L'choyre, he should have wrote, number one, why did he have to write on 70 Zokin and on two, empty? He could have written on two, that you're not a Zokin, and the rest empty. That's number one. And whoever gets uh, whoever gets the one that's uh, says that he's not a Zokin, so that's it. It would have been a lot easier. And uh, wh- what was the whole point? Why couldn't it have been done like the Urim Vitumim? It says at the time of by uh, Ochan, and when Shoal was picked as the Melech, so the way this was done, it was done that uh, the, the, the Kohen Gadol stood with the Urim Vitumim, and he uh, said that uh, uh, everybody should walk back a step, and whoever couldn't move back, so it was known that uh, the Rebbein Shlalem didn't uh, choose him. And, you know, that's the way it worked. So this is, uh, this is something that uh, we always have to know, that this is a way to do it. So why over here did the Rebbein Shlalem decide that the way Moshe Rabbein was supposed to do it is this way? Like, what was the purpose uh, punk to do it this way, opposing anything else. So, the Zerashimshan comes now to try to explain how and everything developed. So, number one is that here we need to choose Zakanim. And since we need to choose the Zakanim, we need always to give and bring Kedusha on to someone. And the only way that we could bring Kedusha onto someone 
is when we put on him that lemushal by Yim Kippur. Yim Kippur, we're supposed to take two goats and we make a raffle. Soir Echod La Hashem and Soir Echod La And that's the way the raffle works. So the Soir that says Hashem is Hashem. And the Soir that says La that's La So that's the way it works and that's the way it's done. So the one that the Koyin picks up and says La Hashem Chatos and then puts it down. So because it's written on that, whatever it was from wood in the beginning, then it was turned into, uh, it was turned into uh, gold by Yeshua ben Gamla. So that is something that changes the whole situation, Taka, that it brings the Kedusha upon the person. And that's how it was. The same thing happened when they were giving out the parts of Eretz Yisrael in Parshish Masay, the Pasuk says that the Goyrul itself would say that I am this and this part of Eretz Yisrael and I am going to be for this and this Shevet. So, true, Moshe Rabbeinu could have made things easier for himself, but in order to bring upon the Kedusha of this Zakein, that he should be able to share with him the the task of carrying Am Yisrael, you need to do something. And that's that. So, this is something that was very important. Now, the truth of the matter is that Eldon and Medod were very, very, very humble people. And they felt that for sure there is absolutely no way that they really deserve to be in this situation. And they could elevate themselves to be part of the inner quorum, of the inner circle of Klal Yisrael to determine things, or at least carry part of the Achrayis that Klal Yisrael needs in order to be led the way they should be led. And therefore, they decided that they're not going out, they're staying on. And since they were staying on, uh, they figured, you know, if I'm not going out to the Oyel Moed, then I will not have the Nevoah. But the one who was giving the Nevoah was the Rabbi Nishleilam, and he had very different plans for them. And therefore, of course, the Nevoah came to them because they were supposed to get it. And that's that. So the Rabbi Shalom put the Nevoah on them. Now, later on, Eldad and Medad, in Parshas Masay, we find them again. We know that in next week's Parsha Shlach, which is this week's Parsha in Eretz Yisrael, the Chet HaMeraglim, and there was Xera that anybody who was counted and he was above 20 to 60, he was going to die and would not enter Eretz Yisrael. But between those uh, Nesim that were appointed to give out the Chalakim of Eretz Yisrael, we see Elidod ben Kislein and 
So he's Eldad. And then there's Kmuel ben Shifton. And that is, the Medrash says he's Medad. And there was Zoycha. So what was with them? They didn't sin by Chetam Raglin. Teretz is. No, they did not. Why? Their Nevoa was Moshe Meis, the Yeshua Machnes. So when Yeshua is bringing Am Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael, and they hear, when Yeshua comes back, they hear from him that Toiva Oretz Moid Moid, they weren't uh, from those that cried on that night. So this was sort of a, a, a sort of a setup. It could be, it could be that had they not stayed home, had they gone to everyone and had the Nevuah there, it wouldn't have been the way it happened. But since they weren't in the Mishkan, they were at home, and the way a person gets Nevuah, it's brought down in Shmuel, when Shaul had his first Nevuah, he sort of lost his his able to control his body. And he, when you lose your, your ability to control the body, so he was like rolling on the floor. And uh, that was a sort of a, a, a hard situation, that he's rolling on the floor, and then the Navua is heard by all. So they taka heard the Navua. Everybody heard the Navua that Moshe Meis Yeshua Machnes. And that's why Yeshua comes and says, Adoni Moshe Kloim, you know, get rid of them. You know, th- this is this is 100% wrong. And, 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 and therefore he Taka wanted them not to be alive. They should not uh, uh, stay on to live because of so everybody heard this Navu already. So there was such an anticipation that this is going to happen. And that's how this got known, and therefore they were able to stay on. But this also showed what it means to have Navua, what it means to be a chalik of Klai Yisrael, what it means to take Achrayis on Klai Yisrael, to be responsible. It's a it's it's a responsibility, not a formality. It's not just that we're going to have someone's name that is written on top of the stationery as he is the CEO of Klal Yisrael and he's the COO of Klal Yisrael, and these are the seventy board members of Klal Yisrael. No, these were people, as it says. In Dvorim, that when Moshe Rabbeinu appointed the Zkenim, the beginning he says, Oh, Ashrechem Shinismanesim Liyoispanesim Albanav Shalmakai. You should be very happy you have this Givalda Kaschus, this merit that the sons of Akadish Baruchu, that Akadish Baruchu calls Amisrael Bonim Atim La Hashem. What a great Givalda Kaschus this is. Oh, and the minute they accept, then bring them in and now reveal to them, Rabbi Isai, I just want to reveal a small little secret that you should know. 
uh, Am Yisrael sometimes could be very uh, on the nasty side, they could be nerdy, they could nudge. As Moshe Rabbeinu said, Eicho torchachem masachem v'rivchem, and every person who becomes a manik has to know that that's part and parcel with Klal Yisrael. There's going to be constant nudging, constant complaining, and uh, constant trying to uh, bother you. And that's why they didn't go out. This was sort of a sign that they accepted whatever it was, no matter what. And this is a point that now they're going to have to go out and they are going to have to be spokesmen with Moshe Rabbeinu. And what is the spokesman for Moshe Rabbeinu trying to do? He's trying to let every single body know that there's coming, you said you questioned if the Rabbani Shalom could feed you, can give you your taiva. And uh, on the opposite side, yes, he can, but it's going to take it a toll. You want your taiva, you're going to get it. But it, you you will pay heavily for what you asked. It's not it's it's not going to be for free. And uh, Am Yisrael was very very firm on that they're not giving in. They taka want their taiva, and therefore they got it. And uh, yeah, they got it, but they paid the toll. That uh, we know that uh, many many of them were killed because of that that they were very, very strong about their will to get that that meat for no good reason, which was, of course, not a smart thing to do. And, and Lemaisa, it connects very clearly this story that Moshe Meis, Yeshua Machnis, and being Mekana L'Dvar Hashem, to at towards the end of the parsha, when Miriam and Aaron are talking against Moshe, and it says there Vaish Moshe on of Meoid, and this is reflecting also on what happened before, when Moshe Rabbeinu said Hamekana Atoli, are you trying to be jealous for me? Miitein Kol Am Hashem So on that point, there was the the flip side. That Aaron and Miriam, uh, uh, Miriam is telling Aaron, we're also Navim. So why did Moshe Rabbeinu get divorced and we not? So you see that you don't have to get divorced. So why did he divorce? Now, according to, to Chazal, they said this in, to Moshe to his face. Because it says, Anyway, the thing is like this. Moshe Rabbeinu here, when the, the Nar came and he said, Adoni Moshe Kloim, get rid of them. He said, And here that he was reprimanded by his older brother and sister, he doesn't answer. And the Torah says the reason he's not answering, because he's what, what is he supposed to say? What will I say? What am I going to tell you? I'm going to tell you that your Nevuas is some type of a very unclear vision that you have to work hard to interpret it. Now, if we're going to go into the detail 
of how this reprimand was said, it was sort of with a, a, an ounce of gaiva. Miriam was saying, I had a nevuah when I was a little kid. Your first nevuah was 80. And on your first nevuah that you had, it was a long span of a couple of days, but on that day you became a Mitzayra. I didn't. And Aaron said, my first nevuah also, I was a kid in Mitzrayim, before you were born. And again, you didn't have a nevuah till 80, I never became a Mitzayra, and Aaron never really did. Unless we're going to go with the flow of the thing that Aaron also was hit with Tsaras, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu healed him right away, just for the feeling. And Moshe's standing there, and what am I going to answer? What am I supposed to tell them? That I talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the most friendly way, whatever is called Panim El Panim, whatever that means, or what it says, Tmunas Hashem Yabit, whatever Tmunas Hashem means, because... You know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ein So when we're talking about a picture of Hashem, we don't know what is going on. What does that mean? What does it reflect? The Territ says, that Moshe Rabbeinu is onav mikol ha'odam ha'shel al p'nei ha'adama. That's the lowest that you could go. And in the Midah Keneged Midah, she got tzoraas because it's sort of coming from Gaiva. And that's that. So, the Gemara says, "Kol Adam Sheish Boigatsu Saruach is is cannot be Mekayim Toru Mitzvus. Nobody listens to his tefillas. His family doesn't like him. It's it, it, it goes through anybody who is a haughty person. Every bad thing that could happen is like stuck onto him." And it says, "Ushmarta mitzvah says v'schukoyse asher yaso oisem adam v'chay b'emani Hashem." So the minute that when Miriam was tagging Moshe Rabbeinu over here with a little bit of gaiva, automatically she lost the v'chay b'hem, and therefore she got saras, which is nechshav kemes. And that's why Aaron is taka saying, "Al notihi achliseinu kemes." And that was that. Because it was the opposite of Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe Rabbeinu was trying to understand, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu was perplexed. He's like looking at Aaron and saying, you know, I was fighting the Rebbein Shloilam for seven days not to become the Shliach to take Am Yisrael out of Mitzrayim because I was fighting for your COVID. I was standing up for you. I, it was all just that you should not feel hurt. And and over here, you're yapping against me. You're belittling my nevuah. You're trying to say something that, oh, no, this is... And Moshe Rabbeinu is quiet, because what could he answer? Whatever he answers is going to take away from Moshe Rabbeinu, Onav Mikol Adam Adama. And, and, and the Gemara says that, Moshe Rabbeinu, when we're talking about Anava, Avram Avinu was a great Anav. But he said, Anoichi Afar Ve'efer. Afar, which is dirt, and Afar, which is ashes, is more than nothing. And David, that was Anav, said, Vanoichi Toilas, Veloyishem, like a worm. Moshe Rabbeinu said, Venachnu Ma, I'm nothing, zero. So, therefore, he can't, he, he can't answer. There, when he answered, 
against Elder Dumeidad. He said, yeah, Elder Dumeidad are my people. They felt that they're not ready to go out to the Mishkan. They felt that they don't have what it takes. And therefore they stood home. And their nevuah was tagging me because, yeah, it seems that at that point, when Moshe Rabbeinu, in the conversation with the Rebbeinu Shalom of how to provide for Am Yisrael the meat or their desires, their taiva, there was some type of lack of emuna for someone who is at the level of Moshe Rabbeinu to talk that way to the Rebbeinu Shalom, as Rabbi Kiva says on the spot. That being said, that being said, yeah, it's uh, it's still Moshe Rabbeinu is Moshe Rabbeinu. So they said what they said. But now over here, when it's Moshe Rabbeinu for himself, he can't stand up for himself. And therefore the Rabbeinu Shalom has to stand up for him, and he stands up for him. And he tells them, that im yeneviachem bamare, you, you, you see some type of a vision, you have to interpret it. You don't know exactly what we're talking about. Number one. And therefore you should have thought twice before you spoke because you weren't talking about against Moshe. In the end it backfires that you're talking about me. Because you think that Moshe Rabbeinu would do something that I did not command him to do? Or I would see Moshe Rabbeinu doing something that is wrong and I wouldn't redirect him? And therefore, how dare you? Because he's an honor moid, he couldn't answer you. And you couldn't expect him to answer you. Because he's honor moid, we call other mashal pleyadama. And his anava comes because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is anav. As those who say, V'yitim l'cha, Matzah Shabbos, know that it says, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, V'mokoim sh'atam oitze, Dulasay sham, atam oitze, An v'sanusay, That the Rabbi Yishalom humbles himself and does things, and it's brought in turn of Yim when the Rabbi Yishalom humbles himself. And that's why there was this relationship with Moshe. And that's why there was also this relationship with Eldad and Medad. Because Eldad and Medad felt that we really do not deserve to be upgraded. We do not deserve to be Nevi'im. We cannot go out to the, uh, to the Mishkan because it's far-fetched from who we are and what we represent. And we are not going to be able to be under the title of being one of the Shivim's Kanim. Because we're far from that. And that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu was looking for. For the person who is humble, not the person who's anxious to go out and uh, become the Zokain, but rather the one that is humble and is trying to run away from that. And that exactly also happened. That, that was exactly why the next manig was also Yeshua. Because Yeshua was the nar leyomish mitoycha oil. He wasn't the macher, the politician that was... Yeshua was the one that was always behind the scenes. He was the anav. And in all of his years, he never said, Koy Omar Hashem. He was always saying, Koy Omar Moshe Rabbi. This is what I heard from Moshe Rabbeinu. This is what I heard from Moshe Rabbeinu. This is what I heard from Moshe Rabbeinu. And, and, and that was his leadership. 
And this is what the Rebbein Shalom was looking for. True, Yeshua, when it, when Elder Dumeida were, were, were saying the Nevuah that Moshe Mason, Yeshua Machnes, he was uh, infuriated because they were going straight forward against his Rebbe. And that wasn't something that he was anticipating. But at the end of the day, this is what the Rebbein Shalom was looking for, for that beautiful gem of Anava that Elder the Maidan had, which was a tremendous offspring of the Anava that Moshe Rabbeinu has, and therefore they were the most roy to be the Skenim that will carry the burden together with Moshe Rabbeinu in order to be able to get Am Yisrael, which was supposed to get out of the Midbar then and go straight forward to Eretz Yisrael, which sadly didn't happen, as we will read in next week's Parsha. In any case, we should have the most fabulous Shabbos ever. Hatzlocha Rabbah to all. Kol Tov. Have a good Shabbos. Bye-bye.